Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, the Browns lost. So what are you going to do with your Flacco jerseys now? You're listening to the What the Elf Was That podcast, an iconoclastic look at the latest Cleveland Browns news. The What the Elf Was That podcast is part of the Fanatical Elves podcast network, a part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's your host, Joel Cade. All right, everybody, welcome back to What the Elf Was That. If you're watching live, you'll notice that I'm in studio with Axel Rose. Say hi, Axel. Hello. Actually, it's Samuel. Kind of yeah. looks like Axel Rose, though. I mean, if you're a big Guns N' Roses fan and you're not watching the video right now, this guy looks like you could be like Axel Rose in his young 20s, waiting for him to bust out some Paradise City or something, man. Like, I on, have a man. black one, too, so that might even help. So he's talking about his cowboy hat. So Yeah, yeah, my cowboy, cowboy hat. The shades. Now, this is, uh, this is the red long hair, man. This is like, I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan. Like, man, I want to listen to Paradise City right now. Hey, um, speaking of going to Paradise City, clearly the Browns are not. So, Samuel, what do you think about this last week's game? Oh, it was it was it was good for the first like ten minutes. Like I felt like the Browns had a chance for a few minutes in there. Um, it was until I feel like until that n- no call on it was like a fifty fifty call on a uh, Najoku when they didn't oh, no, call that was it. A no call. That was a no. Okay. Call. Okay. And then when they called it on Dalton Schultz, or was it Dalton Schultz? Uh, when they called it on Dalton Schultz or the Texans, and they didn't call it on the Browns, I think that is when we kind of realized eh, this might not be the game for us to win. Um, but after after Joe Flacco started throwing pick sixes, it was over from there. Oh yeah, that that's when it all ended. You the defense that six looked lost, honestly. It. Yeah, you know, I just I wonder if like. You know, they came out here this week and they thought, hey, we beat this team. We're riding high. People are talking big about us. And they lost track of like every single week. You have to earn it every single week. You know, I mean, I always like to harken back to my personal playing experience in high school and college. Just, you know, I've been a part of a lot of championship teams. It's it's just a matter of you have to play every single week like it's the most important game. And we heard none of that running up to the game. The fans certainly overlooked the Texans because they're all talking about how am I getting playing tickets to either Baltimore or this place or that place. You know, it's just one of those games. You snuck up on you. Everybody was overlooking them. Bam, there you go. Glad I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my son was talking about going. He was going to pay uh almost two thousand dollars for a plane ticket to go out there i'm like dude this is not the game you want to go to i would have i still probably would have enjoyed it even if we lost it wouldn't have been the best first in-person game for me but it would have still been fine Mm -hmm. well anyway I'll, i'll just say this about the season right with so many injuries with so many things going on there is no way this team should have been in the playoffs there's Mm -hmm. just not and the fact that they were is a testament to just how tremendous of a, of a game and the team this was. And I think fans should just enjoy it. If you got a Flacco jersey and you, now you're second-guessing that, one, you should be. And two, just, just tuck it away as, hey, that's 2023, baby. That was the year where the magic happened, but we just couldn't bring it home. You know, had the magic, just couldn't bring it home. So that's what I got. What do you got, Sam? What do you got on this? I don't know. I I I don't. I, were they producing Flacco jerseys that fast? I don't there think are, there were Flacco jerseys available to be purchased. I wouldn't have bought a Flacco jersey. Um, it felt like a game the Browns could have won, but a game the Browns didn't win. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. it like I feel like C.J. Stroud played incredible. All right, he was amazing. He really showed his how his true potential and how good he could be but in my in the podcast i was speaking about put pressure on him because he hasn't experienced this yet before and i feel like that's not what the browns did the browns never put pressure on the texans 
not it, there was not a single period in that game where the Browns were leading or putting pressure on the Texans or making it tough on them. It just the Texans were literally controlling that entire game. And I think that's what killed them is they didn't have any chance to maybe make CJ Stroud make a mistake. You know, maybe he feels the pressure of something and throws a bad ball and it's intercepted. They never, ever had a chance to do that. And I think it just got to them and they just weren't able to do anything. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what the Ravens do. They like to bring pressure in a lot of different exotic ways like the Steelers do. You know, the Browns kind of like to line up and our players beat your players as where the Steelers and the Ravens are more like, we're going to schematically create pressure, which is why I call TJ Watt the, the trash collector. And someday we should have an episode where I explain why he's a trash collector. But, you know, you got the trash collector out there and you you schematically funnel sacks to one guy, you know. I digress. Um, so, Samuel, what do you want to talk about today besides this game? Scouting. Lots of scouting. 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 You're talking about scouting. So everybody who listens, I don't know if you guys are all familiar, but I used to do a lot of scouting. I never done it like for Twitter. So I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not a, a Twitter scouter. Um, my, my scouting background comes from a lot of stuff I did when I was younger and college and getting myself through college and all this kind of stuff. So I'm going to kind of walk through the scouting process for you, Samuel. Uh, we're going to show some videos, so if you guys can find this on YouTube, that would be tremendous. Um, so we're going to look at some video. We're going to look at, I believe you wanted to talk about defensive backs today, correct? Yeah, that was kind of my goal. All right, so let's just start with scouting in general. Um, there's a difference between watching a game for fun and watching it to scout it, okay? For fun, right, you got your emotions involved, and you're excited, and you're going to like who's going to win, and let's cheer on our team. That's not what scouting's about. Scouting is about pulling up a game, finding a player or two, or even letting people surprise you, which happens a lot, and <clears throat> letting them just show up on tape. But you have to kind of know what you're looking for. So that's lesson number one. Know what you're looking for, okay? So know who you're scouting for. Are you scouting for the Cleveland Browns? Are you scouting for the Tennessee Titans? Are you scouting for this team, that team, these teams, those teams? Or are you just writing a scouting book in general for anybody on the planet to just look up and read? Like, these are the strengths, weaknesses, blah, blah, blah. So define what you're looking for. Because it's the questions, this comes back to my philosophical background, it's the questions that you ask that drive everything, okay? The questions you bring to the film will determine the answers you get from the film. If you have vague questions, you will get vague answers. So figure out, <coughs> sorry guys, I'm getting over a cold. If you guys listened last week to the Brownie Acts, you'll know I didn't say, but like three words on that thing. I'm still fighting this off, so you're going to forgive me. Um, <clears throat> so have clearly defined questions you want to ask. Can they play man? Can they play zone? Do they have tight hips? Can they, can they route recognize that kind of thing? Um, so that's number one. Know what you're looking for. Okay. Do you have certain height, weight requirements, speed requirements? These things can often be looked up long before you even touch a game film. So do your work before you watch the tape. That That's the, the number one key. If you prepare I'm going to watch this, 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 or I'm going to do this. I'm going to look this up, that up, these, that, those. You'll have a pretty good idea of what's going on. Okay? You got that, Samuel? Yeah. Just nod your head and say yes. Yeah, I get it. All I right. kind of already do that. I just kind of... I've been doing scouting for three years now. It's so fun. I don't know why. I just enjoy it. I love okay. numbers. Numbers are my favorite. When the baseball season, I love it. In the football season, numbers, numbers love it all and so i already have been doing stuff like that but awesome so i'm gonna say this i'm not a big numbers guy i will follow numbers but i'm not a big numbers guy i like to see how people actually play on the field i don't really care what you can run 40 yard dash wise in speedos at in indianapolis i don't care what i can you run that 40 on the football field that's the kind mm -hmm. of stuff you're looking for how fast do they look like on on film all right, so I think what we'll do is we'll just jump into a game for a little bit, and we'll just start looking at some stuff. Does that sound good to you? Yep. All right, so I'm going to share this game. You may recognize this game. This is week three, Browns-Titans, Titans at Browns. And this is the NFL All-22. 
So what it's going to do is it's going to give me the all 22, and then it's going to zone in on the offensive line. So this is a little hard to scout off of because the NFL does not make it easy to do this. So here we're lining up. This is the first play of the first drive. And the first thing you want to do is you just want to watch the play. Okay. You want to see here, it looks like Watson's going to check off to something. Got a snap. Got to play. Oh, Watson falls down and then still hits his guy. Okay. So you see what happens there. Now, the question is, who do you want to actually watch now? All right. Are we going to watch him? We're going to watch him. So I would say the first thing you're going to do is recognize what the play is. What we had was a play action rollout pass in which Watson fell down, but you have a high low read here at the top of the screen up by the third, uh, up by the 30 yard. Do you see my finger thing? Yeah, I see. Okay. This is where, this is where the action is right here. And this is going to depend on this guy right here. This corner is he play the low. Does he play the high is going to be Watson's read. So let's, let's check it out what he does. Don't watch Watson. Watch this guy right here. Okay. So what's he do? Plays the high. He plays the high. So we know we've got a high low read. So Watson's reads right here. So in terms of execution, Watson did exactly what needed to happen. You're going to get an easy five yard gain. Actually, he got seven. This is what makes Watson a very good quarterback. Okay. People, people like really underestimate Watson. He's a really good quarterback. Okay, so let me ask you, what do you want out of this play? Now that we know what the play design is, we know what the corner is going to do and what they're supposed to do. What do we want to get out of this play? It's chump yardage, five or six yards. No, I mean, not, not play-wise, but what do we as scouts, what do we want to scout in this play? Do we want to see the technique of this guy, oh, this guy, this yeah. guy, this guy? I think let's do the bottom cornerback. The guy way okay. down there, 26. Or so if we know they're going to run a play-action pass, then we're going to have to interpolate. No, Okay, this is my first principle. Know what the play is, then attempt to ascertain the, the assignment of the player involved. Okay? There's two real aspects to, in my opinion, into scouting. One, the physical aspect of scouting, which is pretty – you can just find that pretty easy. But two, the mental aspect, meaning of the player. How does this player diagnose plays? Does he understand the plays? And does he execute the plays? So we're going to watch this guy down on the bottom of the screen. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So he's going to have this guy who's probably going to run a deep route. I didn't even watch what he was doing. We're going to run the drag. So he's running the drag. He's in what? The deep blue zone is. Yeah, they're in a cover three zone is what they're in. And they're letting this guy right here who's totally missed his assignment. And this guy's running the over the middle. So let's, we know right now then his assignment is going to be to drop. Drop. We know 37 is going to drop. We know this guy is going to drop. Actually, 37 is going to stay in the middle. He's going to drop. Let me use the finger. He's going to drop into three. He's going to come to the middle, and he's going to drop back, and this guy is going to take the underneath route, which is going to be one of these two guys. Okay, so we're going to watch 26. So 26 probably needs to either backpedal to find out what the route is, and once the route is determined, and he knows it's not coming his way. He's going to need to flip his hips and run to his spot because that's how cover three is played. So let's see what he does. Okay. Here comes the snap. Okay. Turned and flipped and ran, pointed to his guy. Not much action for our guy on this play. But at least he ran his defense well. He understood his keys. He tried to pass it off. So it's not like he's a moron out there. So that's that's lesson number one. Like, watch the play and, like, understand what they're supposed to be doing in the play. Because you could sit there, and I've seen a lot of people do scouting, and they're like, oh, this guy made a tremendous play. Well, no, he just screwed up his assignment and then had to backtrack and fix it. All right, we're going to go to the next play after this. All right, so again, first thing you want to identify is what is the offensive play and what is the defense doing and what is their assignment, right? So here we're going to have, looks like the same kind of formation. Looks like it's just going back to the same formation we had before. Double tight ends, one running back, 
another rollout play action. Looks like the same exact play, but this time we got what a three yard loss. Mm, yeah, two or three. Okay. So it looks like we're coming out with the same exact play, but let's see what they do different here. Now you've got at least right here, it looks like another either cover four or man two under, or two man under. <clears throat> All right. So what do you think they're in defensively? Uh, that looks like cover not is that cover four? Okay, it's cover three. That's yeah. Three. Okay. Because you got your strong safety right now taking your tight end. That's a man, that's man coverage right there. This is deep zone. This is deep zone. This is deep zone. Okay. So what's gonna happen here is it depends on what he does. If he comes deep, he should take him. Or if he stays on him, he's trying to get ahead of him. That makes sense? Yeah. Let's find out what they do here. And that's how I called it. He's taking the deep route. He's doing the underneath. One, two, three, cover three, right? He's running with this guy. And looks like Moore is trying to come underneath. But he's got one linebacker right here zoning in on him. And two people right here from the Watson. Watson's got nowhere to go with this ball. So that's an example of how let's go back and see what our guys are doing now. So we're still looking at 26 at the bottom of the screen. So that's an example of how you can run the same play twice against two different called defenses and get two completely different responses, right? So you know, hear all these people run the damn ball, run the damn ball. Well, you don't know what the defense is doing and they're going to do different things to make things happen. Here you've got the three, four, look one, two, three, one, two, three, four. Um, this guy's one of those hybrid guys. So if our guy's in cover three, he's going to do what? Drop. Drop back. Then flip his hips when they make the receiver commit one way, right? And then follow. Drop. There's the commit. And DPJ got him. Do you see that? Yeah. So here you can say right now that this guy, 26. <coughs> and we can't do this all day, but we can look at this right here. This guy here, 26, he's going to get fooled. Now, the Browns may want to see this on tape and come back to it. Now, watch DPJ. He's going to make him commit. See that little twitch to the outside? Mm -hmm. Did you see what I was talking about? Yeah, yeah. He cut to the outside just briefly and then cut yeah. back inside. DPJ will give him a false step. This guy and basically flipped the entire. Flip, flip his hips. Flipped his hips. Walked right. Boom. Flipped his hips. Now he's open over the middle. Had he been running full speed or if he knew he was the object of that pass. Yeah, if he was the, the um, target. If he was the target, the look. right, he, he would have been open. Now, got away with one, but obviously now what you've learned about, what about 26? You can flip his hips, mm -hmm. right? He's not that great at reading routes or he's concerned about DPJ's speed and nobody is concerned about DG, DPJ's speed. So not convinced that 26 is going to be an all pro for us. All right. So you following that piece of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's just identify the play, identify what's going on, go from there. Now, you want to figure out, like I said, what is the the play? Like, what's what's the assignment of the individual in the play? And you don't really know that for sure. You're just kind of guessing. But we do know after watching this that he can drop, he can be fooled on the flip. He's, he doesn't read his patterns well. You should know. But by, by the way, I knew what the pattern was. How does that guy not know what the pattern is? Anyway, let's take our break real quick, and we'll come back, and we'll look at some college film. How's that sound, okay? Sure. And I want you to ask any questions you want me to ask. Hey, Joel, let's focus on this. Let's focus on that. And mm -hmm. we'll we'll just do that from there. But that's the basics of it from, from the start. Watch the play. Figure out what the offense is doing. Figure out what the defense is doing. Figure out what the, play, what the individual person in the play is supposed to be doing. What's their assignment? Okay. Mm -hmm. Then once you figure that out, you can grade the assignment. Okay. And you can figure out what the strengths, weaknesses. Uh, I digress. Let's do our commercial break. Guys, when we come back, we're going to talk some more scouting and we're going to get into some college games. So hang on. All right. And we're back. We're back talking about scouting. I'm here with Samuel. Uh, he wanted to ask me about some scouting. I'm just kind of talking his head off. I'm probably telling him a whole bunch of stuff he already knows. Just to be honest with all of you right now. I so, don't scout DBs a whole lot. That's not my specialty. Okay. It's more um, tackles, defensive tackles, and running backs. That's more my thing. 
Okay. Well, hey, if you ever want to do defensive line, I am more than happy to talk about defensive line technique. So <clears throat> how much of DBs do you know? How much of DB play do you know? Well, I don't focus on it a whole lot. I know that their job is to, especially cornerbacks, is to watch the receiver pull back if he's a zone, stick if he's a man, and more just also prediction of routes, trying to figure out where they're going is okay. important. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about DB technique for the next five or so minutes, okay? So here is, if you can watch it and see it, this is the USC at Notre Dame game where the Fighting Irish took out uh, USC and, and, in my opinion, completely exposed Caleb Williams for who he was. But the question is, how do they do that and why? And I think watching this game will tell you that. But we're going to focus on DBs for a second. So just looking at this play right now, Samuel, I can tell you right now that Notre Dame's in man. Now, why is that? In a man technique, your guy is going to look just like this, squared up to the receiver, looking right at the receiver, ready to play him as he comes off the ball. Okay, that is a man technique. A zone technique looks more like this guy right here, where he's kind of, of course, he's coming back, and this guy's coming up to deal with the strong side over here on this side as well. You see what I'm talking about right there? Yeah. <laughs> this this safety is coming up to be in the box, and this safety is dropping back because the strength of the offense is on this side, although it's kind of balanced given that tight end right there. But they're more concerned about this receiver on this linebacker than they are this end on this guy. So they're rolling the help this way. Oh, oh got to pause. Um, but this looks like a zone technique up here, right? The guy is looking into the backfield. See his helmet? You yeah. This on tape. He's looking into the backfield. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now these guys are coming off the ball. What are they looking at? He's kind of dropped to the side, but he's playing outside leverage because he knows he has help inside. That's mm -hmm. still a man technique. This guy is straight up one-on-one -on, -one on this guy because he's either a not moved because he's not good or B he'll jump out of it in a second. So let's move up one second here and see what we got. Okay. Straight man here. You've got man here but playing the outside technique because he wants to force him inside, okay? Now, yeah. what's what's the offense doing? You've got Caleb Williams is looking where? He's looking at this guy right here. Yep. Okay? He wants to see if this guy can come open. Now, this could be a trap by Notre Dame, which would be interesting. If he can funnel him in, this guy would have to be running right now to try to cut off, uh, um, cut off a slant, but I don't think that's what's going on right now. So he's trying to see if the option is to here or here. You've got this guy pulling around. If he's smart, he would hand the ball off to this guy because he's got a big freaking hole right here. And it looks like this guy is coming out to block. Look how, how he's wide right now. Yeah, he looks like he's about to shift over to the right and just block that DB right he, there. Yeah, the he like he's a, yeah, he looks like he's about to block. This guy looks like he's going to shut up and or shovel up and block. But he's clearly running a route, okay? So what you've got is a read option, right? You know what a... a Run yeah. pass option, or you have an RPO, RPO yeah. going on right now. So let's see what they do. And they did. They they handed it off. They got a linebacker that filled that pretty quick. And now they're going to get about a one yard gain. Let's see how easy we can get back here. This is the problem is always rewinding these things, man. That's why I turn it down to like 0.25 speed so I can skip and just wait. Well, if you can tell me how to do that, if you can tell me how to do that on YouTube, I'm more than willing to do it. It's settings. Okay. Playback speed. And then you can pick whatever. I don't do 2.5. That's a little slow, but 2.5 usually works for me. All right, let's do that. All right, so there you go. Boom. See how this guy's waiting? Yeah, he, if this the ball if the ball him. was if the ball was still in Caleb's hands, he would just dump it over. Right. And he would break that up. He's close enough that this guy is actually covered on that play. This looks like yeah. a run and stop. So let's look at now. I can pull it back a little bit. <clears throat> let's look now at what is Notre Dame doing with this situation? Okay. So they look like they're in what, cover three, like we talked about, or cover mm -hmm. two man. Yeah, it's definitely a pull block with that 71 guy right there. Right. He pulls. Yeah. You've got a power to the left, just so the audience knows. You've got a power to the left um, 
to the weak side of the offensive line, the strong side of the formation. Um, the left tackle has feigned a pass block to get the defensive end to come upfield. The left ta- left guard is pushing his tackle in, creating a natural separation, kind of like you see what teams do to Miles Garrett all the time. And now this linebacker is about to fill through that hole and make this play. <clears throat> but DB-wise, okay, so this guy is not playing press. He's letting him get a free release, mm-hmm. right? He's letting him have a free release, and his and his situation right here is telling him that telling us that he's trying to funnel this guy inside. So that's your play, okay? Technique wise, I think I think they're all using some good technique. But the question just is, what do you need? Right, let's watch it again, slow, slow, slow. Right. So that receiver on the bottom is trying to go outside. Do you see this? Yeah. He's trying to get an outside release, even though he knows it's an RPO. So if we're scouting this guy, we're going to ask ourselves a couple questions. How's the hand fighting? There's virtually no hand fighting in this situation. He's letting him just run free. Now that guy kind of gets a little shot in there. USC, man. USC. So this guy right here, right? Sees that, extends his hands. Do you see that? That was actually a pretty yep. good fight off. All right. This guy's going to try to get up in him. He's going to engage separate assist in making the tackle if he wasn't just oh, what's that guy doing all right let's go to the next play here we got a pass right <clears throat> so let's look at the formation for a second <clears throat> you tell me what defense Notre Dame is in I know this uh, sounds yeah. trivial but but it, it's really important it's- to identify in scouting because you need to know what the heck people are gonna do it looks like cover two a uh, bit shaded back the two DBs on the bottom and the top and then the three linebackers. So yeah, it looks like cover too. So this is one of the things the defenses do. That's a little weird. This was always the Denzel Ward spot at Ohio state. Okay. What do you want to do is you want to take away one guy. So you take one guy and you put him on man. Okay. Then you run a cover three behind it on this mm-hmm. side of the ball. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. Let's see what they end up doing. Yeah, they're running a cover three behind it. But that one guy at the bottom of the screen, I assume, is man. This is an attempt to confuse the quarterback because – did that just skip to the next play? Yeah, he's looking that way right now. Right, he's looking that way. So the idea behind these defenses is to make him think, my primary read is in man coverage, right? Because we're taking away the primary read. This is what Notre Dame's strategy right now is. We're taking away the primary read, making him run to a secondary reads, which Caleb Williams does not do well. And then when his first read is not open, he starts taking off. So let's let's watch this in all its glory again. So he's going to look to his – let's get the snap. Step. Where's he looking? Right here. Right here. Right? This guy is in man coverage. But look at this guy. He's bailing in zone. He's bailing in zone. This guy's got man right here. This guy's got man right here. So you're in – this could be a man right here. It's not determined yet. You could be a cover two man underneath. Let's see what they do here. Read one's not there. What's he doing? He's just running. running. He's taking his bad technique in a drop because he has he wasn't even set. Now watch this. Let's I'm gonna teach you to scout a quarterback here in a second. So when he gets the ball on his third step, it should be in sync. Like let's just because I, I like quarterback play. So one, two, three. He should be set to throw. This guy's coming out of his break. The next step, that ball should be gone if he's throwing it. And he held it. And he's not. He's like tapping his feet a little. Yeah, he's not set. He's got poor leg, poor uh, footwork. He's off balance, which is really going to hurt him in the NFL because you expose that leg like that, somebody's going to grab it. I mean, he's going to get – I'm not going to say he's getting hurt. He's going to get sacked a lot until they can figure this stuff out. So he's off balance. Now he's going to try to run. Yeah, because you see he like stumbles a little right there for a second. Yeah. So we're on to the next play. Anyway, I'm just saying that's how you identify what's happening. Um, so then what you want to do, let me let me not share this anymore for a second. Then you want to sit there and look at things for DBs, oh. right? You want to see, hey, can they backpedal? Because your basic skills are backpedaling and flipping your hips. And then on top of that, it's just route recognition. Does this person understand what the offense is attempting to do to them? That's super important for safeties. 
Okay. Safeties have to understand what the offense is doing to them. So the physical skills are footwork, backpedaling, flipping your hips, running when the route, do they run a trail route? Do they run like the techniques they're using? Okay. If you don't know what those techniques are, um, gee, I have to go look for all this, but you can get a whole slew of different books. I've got a whole bookshelf down here of nothing but like football books on techniques, but let's say, let me find the first one I can find. Let's say for some God unknown reason, you want to evaluate kickers. I don't know why you can always buy football punting and pass or kicking and punting, right? Just read the book, right? Okay. This is what punting fundamentals are, right? Figure it all out. You can look at the different ways you can grip the ball to punt. You can look at the different ways people grip. You can get on foot balance, kicking angles, all that kind of stuff. Get yourself a good book on DBs. Um, if you talk for a minute and keep the audience busy, I'll try to find my book on DBs. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't, that's interesting. Yeah. What I usually do is for like DBs, I usually look at the same things. Um, but I'm not a big DB guy. If you guys are curious, I'm not a big curious, uh, not big curious. I'm not a big guy who looks at DBs. I'm more of a running back, D tackle, tackle kind of guy. I look at the offensive line and D tackle and defensive line. Uh, I'm okay with hand techniques. You know, I'm still young. I've only been scouting for three years, I believe. So I don't do it a whole bunch, but I'm pretty good at it. All right, so here's a pretty good one. Coaching the defensive backfield by Greg McMacken. There's also one here on pattern read recognition that I didn't pull it out. But it explains to you what DBs should do against different routes, how to play those different routes, how to get all those. Now, here's some DB drills. Those are basically designed to backpedal attack, backpedal attack. So you get yourself one of these manuals. But I'm going to warn you, anytime you get one of these DB manuals, all right, the first two chapters will be on technique and the rest will be on what are coverages. Most of the book, three quarters of the book will be on coverages. Okay. 90% of the book will be on coverages because DB play is about coverages. It's, it's, a, it's a mental game about understanding what the offense's game is like, what route combination, how do you attack the route combination? That's most of it. <laughs> it's not a lot of <clears throat> strong technique involved. It's a lot of athleticism. So you have yeah. to know that your, your player is athletic. Um, without having queued up, here's this trail technique, here's this technique, here's that technique. Um, we're just going to have to find something that's going on. So why don't we come back to this here, run another play. Instead of analyzing the play, let's just watch a little bit of it, okay? Well, this is a good place on the top here. I don't know if you saw this on the top, but this is a good example here. Watch these two receivers up here. You're going to get a switch. See it? Now, the switch is designed to confuse the defensive backs into thinking something else is happening. But it's the same exact concept. You want to attack the middle of the field while you're also attacking vertically. So this guy is playing a trail technique. See that? That's a trail. His ideal position is to be in front of this guy on his inside step so that his arm, see you see my pointer? This arm can swat the ball down if it comes here. This guy has played this one really well off the snap. See, here comes the inside. He gets into a trail tech. Boom. Okay? Yeah, and I've seen that swat happen a lot. That, but that's how you play. you got to get to a certain spot, and he does it really well. Now, this is the guy getting the ball here, so let's see what happens here. Caleb is already looking at that guy. Oh, yeah. He's, the, look, I don't know who's going to draft Caleb Williams, but they're going to have fun. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so let's see what this guy does here. Drop. I mean, he didn't even get the ball, right? He gets the ball, and first thing he does is look to his first receiver. All right, you see how this technique, okay, this is a result of his technique. I'm, I don't know why they're leaving the middle open. I know, I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, if you just run to the right, you got 10 yards open space. 
Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the defense is doing here. Excuse me for running it back four or five times. I'm trying to figure out what the defense is trying to do here. This is a bust by Notre Dame. This is not a sound defense. I don't understand what they're doing. Uh, it doesn't look good at all. There's something out. He's look, okay. I'll, I'll pull this back. Watch the safety in the middle of the field. He's trying to communicate to this guy that he's out of position. Watch. See? He's like, look, you're not where you're supposed to be. The ball snapped. He's still trying to communicate to him that he needs to get in the right spot. I'm guessing this guy is supposed to be here. Yeah. Which would make sense. And he's playing back. And they're playing. Now this stuff down here is going to. Oh, I see what they're doing. They're running. I see what they're doing. All right. He's caught. He. All right. All right. I'm thinking too fast before I'm talking. Basically, what you have are. Like a, you know how two under, you got uh, one safety over top, and then all the people underneath it. Think of it as these three are playing one under, one zone, man. This guy's playing back, man, underneath it. Except he's too far up, and this guy's trying to tell him to come back. This guy and this guy have this guy and this guy. Now, what I am confused about is why this guy tried to play an inside leverage. He has to think he has something right here. And he doesn't. I, I just don't get what Notre Dame's doing here. But anyway, yeah, he gives up the pass. That's not Jeremiah Wusu Korbor, by the way. Somebody else took six. All right, watch these guys up on the top of the screen. Let's see what they're up, up about. Got your RPO action. Notre Dame's not buying this. Can throws a pick. <laughs> Okay, but look at this. Watch, he's going to get pressured right off the bat, I think, by this guy or this guy. I didn't see which who it was. Oh, yeah, that tackle was awful. What was was that about? I was just, that looked like a Browns tackle. What was that? Well, the the, the Notre Dame's here is playing a switch, right? They're anticipating to read a a run pass option. So this guy's coming inside. This linebacker is going to come outside. It's called a switch. So they're running a switch at the top, but this offensive tackle, like, he doesn't block. Look at these two guys are running into each other, right? And Caleb Williams is under pressure, and he's going to do what he does when he's under pressure. And this is why I wish anybody luck who drafts this guy. He's about to throw a terrible pass with his terrible technique. So who's he reading? I don't even know who he's reading. This guy? He's looking straight up field right now. So is it this guy he's trying to read? And he comes. So he's pulling the ball back. He's got one in his face. And he throws a terrible pass because he's off balance. He's not set. And he's off balance and he's not set because why? Do you know why he's off balance and not set? Doesn't have good footwork. Besides, he doesn't have good footwork. Do you know, you know why he doesn't have good footwork? Not really. Because the dude does not want to take a hit. Okay, mm, yeah, if he has no problem getting he hit, look scared. he's going to know that I can go to step, I'm going to drop, I'm going to get set, I'm going to throw a good pass, then I'm going to take a hit. When you start floating back like that and then jump passing or whatever crap he's doing, that's because you don't want to take a hit. Just book that somewhere. That's why that happens. There's a pick six, little pathetic attempt at a tackle. Hey, guys, I tried. Oh, you see that guy hit him at the end? <laughs> so here's the switch right here at the top. You see the switch right there? Defensive end gets right in. He's yeah, back definitely off. supposed to be a run, but it just got bottled up. Well, let, let me, just in case you're interested in this run play, let me back this up. Okay. The switch is going to happen. This guy is going to come outside here. This guy is going to come here. See it? Now, yeah, he, and 52 abandons it because there's no reason for him to be there because they thought they were going to run. Right. So he's he's pulling. This guard is pulling. Okay. Notre Dame just runs the switch at the right time because he's going to come inside and going to have a free hit on whoever. He is looking at this guy. And when this guy steps up, because he's probably running a switch on the other side because you see the same thing right here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Same thing right there. He says, okay. Nobody's going to run the ball because you got a one-on-one there. you got this guy with outside leverage. you got this guy with outside leverage. I'm going to have to throw the ball, okay? Then he pulls it up and says, oh, crap, I got this guy in my face. Then starts backpedaling, 
and throws some sidearm Patrick Mahomes crap right to the Notre Dame safety. Anyway, that's why I would never draft Caleb Williams. Maybe in the second round, you know. He won't. He'll go number one to some oh, come on. team who is desperate. <clears throat> I don't know. Did you see that the Bears? <clears throat> excuse me. That the Bears have interviewed Greg Roman. No, I didn't see that. The Bears have interviewed Greg Roman for their offensive coordinator position, which makes sense. If they just want to use Justin Fields as like Lamar Jackson, that makes sense. That would also mean you're not drafting Caleb Williams because Caleb Williams is not going to be able to do that offense. He's not. So I I think the Bears would be smart and then sit there and don't even trade the pick. Just draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and go for it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, Bears just sit there, draft Marvin Harrison. You got Justin Fields, who's young. You got Marvin Harrison, who's young. You got DJ Moore. Yep. That's what I would do if I was the Bears. Like, do this, do this uh, thing. Do this. Uh... If you're lucky, maybe you could fleece Washington into coming up to Washington's two, right? Uh, no, who's two? Is it is it the Commanders? I think it's you had me thinking of Washington, like University of Washington, because we're watching college football. No, Commanders, Commanders are two, so. Yeah, so you could fleece you them. To, fleece you could them. fleece them, get the number two overall pick. They draft Caleb Williams. You draft Marvin Harrison Jr., and you get a bunch of extra little rewards, like maybe another wide receiver or a defensive player or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. My, my favorite part of this whole play that we're looking at right now is this attempt by Caleb Williams to make a tackle. Watch he this tackles crap. like a second watch early. This, like, look at watch him. this cat. He tackles like a kicker. Like, let me make sure I put something on the tape that makes me look like I made an effort, but that I didn't. I really didn't. All right, so here's the next drive. High snap. Who's he looking at? He looks like he's reading either this guy or this guy. Notre Dame looks like they're setting up a screen, right? You got this guy coming here. This guy's going to come here and hoping the 16 takes the ball and runs it here. But right now, I think he's looking at here. Does that make sense? Yeah, it looks like he's staring right down it could be this guy. Could be this guy because this tackle just pulled, and they're going to want to see if he plays the line or if he's going to rush. I think at this point he's going to pull this ball back and throw. Let's see what happens. Oh, he gave it off, and this is going to get stopped. I can't imagine this is going anywhere. It's a five-yard game. Okay, so quick, what's their defense? Uh, looks like cover three not man coverage on might be man coverage on those two guys down there but everyone else has dropped back okay this looks like man one man okay you've got man 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 all their helmets are looking where straight oh yeah you're this right. guy's looking over but you yeah, got they're not they're not looking anywhere else helmet Helmet. The linebacker okay. in the middle is just staring down Caleb Williams. Yep. Safety's just four watching. on their five, and he's going to be back for the the cover. But it's a second down and one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm thinking um, USC's feeling pretty good right now. They're going to go zero in the backfield, run some route combinations. These guys are hanging back so that if they try some games up here up front, they're behind the trash and can pick it up as they come by. So even though they're looking here, this will probably end up being some kind of um, route read combination, which is going to look like when it plays out, it's going to look like a zone. But really what they're doing is they're going to figure out once the trash is clear, who's coming this way, he'll pick up in man. Whoever's coming this side, he'll pick up in man. And whoever's coming up the middle, this guy will pick up in man. Okay. Hmm. That's how that works. So let's see. You got three straight releases. So basically you're going to have one, two, three on one, two, three, which is what we're looking at. This guy's down here. <coughs> Let's see what's going on at the bottom of the screen. You're probably going to have straight man here. So you're going to have straight man one. He's going to help deep. Now, now we've looked at all that. Let's see what Caleb Williams does when he Caleb drops. doesn't even set his feet. He just bounces a little. Well, I mean, we, I think we've already established he has no footwork. So... Like I said, yeah, you know, I hear something I noticed. If you didn't notice that or not, but I'll I'll show you something I noticed. Watch which foot is forward for Caleb Williams when he's in these shotguns. Okay. He's got his right foot forward here, but he's had his left foot forward on other occasions. And that'll tip you off. 
So maybe he's looking to throw this ball to the right. Okay. Yeah, because that's Cause he wants like to, to drop. Do. He wants to drop one foot, open his hips, throw. But let's see if that's what he does. That's that's why quarterbacks will switch feet. Baker Mayfield did this a lot until um, I think Stefanski tried to rent in that for him, and he got pretty upset about it. But let's see what he does here. Wow. See how he drops? He's got his hips open. He's looking right here, it looks like. Looking right at four. Or, or, or to this guy down here. Four is bobbled. Yeah, doesn't like who he's got. So he looks to the other side. Still hasn't set his feet. Doesn't set his feet. Throws off. I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't picked. I'm going to be honest with you. Because that's a terrible throw right there. And it, it ended up being a terrible throw. It yeah, ended up, didn't, it didn't set up at all. Yeah, he it skipped. It's a weird the, sidearm thing. He skipped. This is what happens. You start evaluating DBs. All of a sudden, you start looking at quarterback play. But let's let's go back up to let's at least watch this guy. What's he gonna do? Gives him a free release, engaged with him a little bit. He's carrying him. It's like he stayed on him. He's played that well. He's played it from behind. Wants to come over the top when the ball is coming in. He's over the top trying to swat the ball down. So he looks like he played that pretty well. It seems like Notre uh, Notre Dame's only concerned about one guy, and that seems to be the guy at the bottom of the screen all the time. I don't know if they just think. Caleb Williams likes to throw to his left, doesn't like to throw to his right, because that's a lot of where Caleb Williams has thrown this game so far. Let's see what he does here. Immediately looking to his right and then takes off. That's a designed run, yeah, by that's the way. Definitely a designed run. Um, and here, look at that athletic speed. Zero chases him down. This is why. Let, let's go back here. Because you might have had a hole for a second there to sprint straight up and slide. Okay, yes, I agree. This is a good little teaching point right here about quarterback. So you see the right guard pulled. So this is definitely a, a, a run. So he's going to come up the middle. Bam, he should have hit that right there. Yeah, he, he could have went where that left went guard is. Just sprint right straight there. up and had a, one blocker at least. If that wide receiver disengages, possibly he might have had a second one. Yeah, I mean, you've got numbers, right? Boom, 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 boom with this guy. This guy can hit this guy. You can probably get 10 yards. But here's the problem. Look how slow he's going. Yeah, and, maybe cut for some reason. Even though and, he could have cut between that, uh, the guy blocking 31 and 67, he could have cut right there mm-hmm. and still make, gained a few yards, but eight would have. <laughs> you know. But you have to factor in the most important thing we've learned about Caleb Williams today. Doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't want to get hit. Uh, yeah, if he yeah. runs up there, what's going to happen? Might get hit. He's going to get hit. So then he's going to try to run behind this block, which is a stupid idea, because first of all, this tackle is expecting him to come inside, and he's got leverage on this guy. right? As soon as Caleb Williams comes out here, this guy is going to kind of come out here, and he's either going to have to A, let go, or B, get called for holding. Or this guy is just going to chase him down and make the play, which he could have, but looks like zero is coming in. And gets him on four steps. So that means getting hit almost. So that means Caleb Williams is going to be a statue quarterback in the NFL. If he can't outrun college linebackers, he's not going to outrun NFL linebackers. Mm. It's not going to happen. I would, I would stay away from Jeremiah Wuzakoromara is going to have a fun time with Caleb Williams if Caleb Williams ever tries to run. Yeah, I would stay away from this guy in the draft. I wouldn't go anywhere near this guy. We have interceptions in this game. Yes, he he got his butt whooped. Um, Okay, so again, we're back into man, 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 two deep zone, basically daring USC to run the football, and they're not running the football. They're continuing to throw. And this is the same place. Let's keep going. And 70 looks so confused. He's like, why the heck are you not? Right, because he's not running the play the way he should. The the play was designed to be one thing, and he's doing something else. Now, that only makes sense in context clues as to what you're looking at on the screen, right? It all looks like you're doing one thing, but he's doing something else because he doesn't want to get hit. Mm -hmm. He runs out up the middle, he's getting hit, and I promise you he doesn't want to hit. So this looks like an interesting formation. looks kind of like a diamond formation. Yeah, that's a weird one. So you got a diamond. 
Diamond is the quarterback in the shotgun with the running backs flanked on each side and one behind. This guy looks like to be a wide receiver or a tight end. So this is your running back. This is your running back. That might even be a receiver. Okay, you got zone action to the top of the screen. This is your running back right here, but you got two blockers coming this way. So if he doesn't hand, I'm guessing these two blockers are going to block for Caleb Williams, which this guy already smells a rat and it's coming this way, and so is this guy. So Notre Dame's reading this well. You've got this action, this action. He's watching this action here, this action here. He's staring down this man. I don't know what this guy's doing at all, but okay. Because I feel like he could run a quick route to the inside and maybe gain a yard or two. No, he's coming out to block. Caleb Williams, by the way, should have kept that ball. Yeah, that definitely looked like a keeper. He should have kept that ball. Watch this. Because everyone comes inside. I mean, maybe he's looking at this guy. I don't know. And that guy comes inside, too. And that guy's going to get blocked if if he keeps that ball. Yeah. Anyway, we're digressing big time. Let's uh, let's cut this off here for a second. Well, I'm hoping this has been somewhat instructive. It, it really probably hasn't been for DBs. For DBs, you're going to have to figure out what technique they're in and are they playing that technique correctly. Um, and there's a lot of different techniques, and until you see them on the film, it's not really helpful. But if you get on NFL film, this is why I started with that Texans-Browns game, you see the, a lot of people at high level playing those techniques really well. And I think I cut that game off, right? Pull it back up. But um, you see NFL people, players doing these, these techniques at really high levels. Um, let's see if I can pull this back up again. Um, if you want to see it done badly, you could watch last week's Browns game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> number, number zero. <laughs> you know, I have a saying in my house, somebody blocked the use check. You know, it's, it's, uh, you gotta, you gotta be on people when it's your turn to, to do the thing, man. You gotta be on, maybe I can find a different way to do this. <clears throat> anyway, look, hit me up with any questions you have about DBs. If you can put together a reel, that'd be great. If you find somebody you say, hey, I want to watch this one guy, we can, we can do that. The way I would do it, I know you've got access to the whole, whole situation but I'll, I'll tell you the way i do it here and i'll and i'll show you i'll share my screen and show you you just go to here see where it says notre dame defense versus usc mm-hmm. see that that'll give you we can put notre dame offense clemson. versus clemson okay so usually you find this there's the full replay highlights um most of the time, you can find these cut up. I'm not going to lie. Here's a condensed game. Those are a little easier to watch because they're all just condensed and you can get them. But most of the time, you can get, let's say, let's do it backwards. Let's go Clemson offense versus Notre Dame 2023. Um, nope. Currently, this isn't a, a game that people. There's some other stuff. Oh, dang it. I can't think of the scouting site. There's a site you can go to, and it'll have all these people by players. I used to go to it a lot. Um, I can't think of it right now, but you can go to the site, and it'll be like scouting. Uh, I want to scout this team, and it'll have every single game, offense, defense, but it'll just redirect you to a YouTube channel is what it'll do. <clears throat> but if you can get just the just the offense or just the defense, you're not wasting your time watching the other side of the ball. No, what I do is on my website, I just skip the – if I'm watching an offensive player, I just skip the defense. Because okay. when I watch that, like, two-hour full game, if I'm watching, like, just, say, the running back, I just – once the offensive drive is over, I just find where the offense comes back on the field and skip to there. Cool. And so I don't have to watch it. Well, here's what I think we should do next just for fun, if you're up for it. You and I should just get on this thing like this pull up a game, and just watch it and talk football. That's the best way to learn football, period. But it's also a good way to learn how to how to scout. Like, yeah. here's the issue with this play. 
here's the issue with that play, but it throws everybody out there. So you just have to take notes on any position you got. Yeah, I could. I would totally be down with that. Well, how about we do that next week? Pick a game, okay. any game you want. We can watch the NFL version if you want, because that way we can see everything. Um, we can pick a yeah, Browns. Let's watch uh, Duke versus or like some scrubs. <laughs> let's watch an FCS school. No, you want to watch. <laughs> I don't even really, know if you can find to learn it. Watch. To learn it, you want to watch NFL games because um, it's the best know, fact, of the best. I'm going to pull this one back. I'm going to show you the difference between Caleb Williams and Deshaun Watson right here. Okay. Here's the difference. Okay. Here's Deshaun Watson. Got his left leg forward. He's going to have a set drop, step, stands there, takes a hit, throws a ball. You get two yards. And, and throws it quick and also not like all sidearm and weird. That's Caleb Williams would just fall down and cry. <laughs> that's the difference between an NFL quarterback and a college quarterback that's moderately decent. <laughs> See, Watson stood there, took the hit, got the ball out, feet feet set, good form, got it out, took the hit, and went on with life. Yeah, Caleb would never have done that. He would have thrown some weird ball and would have gotten picked off. No, he's he's clearly afraid of getting hit, and that's going to be a problem for him in the NFL. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I know I'm not real good at helping you with DBs because you got to find the right film, right? You got to get the right this technique, that technique. But really, what you're really watching is what defense are they in? What's the responsibility, and are they doing the responsibility? And if they can't, what's holding them back? Is it because they're not flipping their hips? Are they not playing a trail? Are they not playing the? I can't think of that. Um, I don't know. Is he not driving on a play? When you have DBs will come back, wide receiver will stop. They need to drive. Can they time up the drives? What is it that's holding them back from doing this? So that way you can find your weaknesses. But what's not holding them back are clearly their strengths. They can read, recognize. They can pattern read. They can, you know, run a 40-yard dash. They can plaster somebody and cover them. You know, that's where you're going to find your strengths. So when you come out to a report, you come up with strengths, weaknesses, right? I like to do what are they good at? What can they excel at? But it always has to be in comparison to what NFL players are doing, not against other fellow college players. So Caleb Williams might be good against college players, but as we pointed out, when he didn't hit the right hole that he was supposed to on that designed quarterback draw. He's not even getting a single yard. Yeah, and he's and he's bailing out of the pocket to the right, then getting run down by a linebacker, you have to assume that NFL linebackers are faster than the average college player, right? You have defensive linemen. I mean, I always say this. I watched a 350-pound Bravion Roy chase down Jacoby Brissett from from behind and when the Browns played the Panthers. That is a 350-pound defensive tackle who runs a 4-8-40, chasing down Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. So if you are not 4-4-4-2, four, 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 you are not running to the sidelines and making yards. You're just not. This is yeah. when, when C.J. Stroud tried this against the Browns and gained a yard down in the red zone because J.O.K. just ran across the field and chased him down. If, if, you, can't, if you can't run, the, if you can't capture the edge as a quarterback in college, there is no way you will capture it in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Just not. Yeah. And Caleb Williams has a one read and run. And that's Notre Dame took away his one read and he had to run. And he had a terrible game. So <clears throat> hopefully something I've said today is helpful. I'm yeah. not real helpful with DBs. I'm not going to lie. But I can show you how to go through the process, what you're looking for and why you're looking for it. Um, and if you're looking for just techniques, that's another thing. But if you're looking to scout for the Browns, they like the big, fast, physical players. So you want players that'll like get up on the line of scrimmage and bully people up. That's not really Notre Dame's game. Notre Dame is more of a we're going to show off the ball zone techniques with exotic blitzes underneath. <laughs> so you're not going to get a lot of that. You're not going to get a lot of players out of Notre Dame drafted to Cleveland because of that reason. Um, but JOK came along and he's done a pretty good job. So. Oh yeah, he's been good. Can't can't complain. Although you got people out there saying, you know, JOK is uh lacks instincts or whatever. I mean, he's he human. So good in that Houston game. He's a good player, period. So I don't know why people are out there trashing him. 
he's a good player, period. And then maybe that's something we should watch a game where he plays and I explain to you or anybody that wants to listen, this is why he's a good player. <laughs> you know, come on. Nobody does this stuff like he does. But, so, look, I'm going to give you a chance. Ask me any questions you want. If you're, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I disappointed you today. So No, no, no. It's fun. Any, I like it. Give me any questions you want. Ask me what you got. Here's your chance. Um, I don't know. Everything seemed explained well. I think I... I think it's all my things. I think I need to pay attention more to their head because like, because where they're looking, um, I don't know. I think, I think all I'm going to have trouble with is trying to figure out the actual formation of the defense, figuring out what's the, uh, the um, assignments for like the DBs, you know, and it's like, especially the safeties because sometimes they come down, sometimes they stay up, Mm -hmm. but I think it'll be all things that will just come with practice. Right. And I, and I, I, I will tell you that it is always a good thing to find books that explain things like pattern read coverage, sky coverage, cover four coverages, like learn your coverages because the unlike defensive linemen that have different techniques for different defenses. So if you're a defensive lineman and you're in a three, four system, you have a whole different technique set than if you're in a four, two or four, four system or three system. Okay. Defensive backs or defensive backs, right? You could whatever the front is doing is it's it matters, but it doesn't in a lot of ways because cover two is cover two, cover three is cover three, cover three quarters, or excuse me, quarters, cover two man, cover two zone. It's all the same thing. So mm-hmm. any team that you play or watch will have the exact same coverages. They'll just call them different things. Yeah. And Notre Dame is playing the quintessential Ohio state defense that Denzel Ward played in where you have the one guy at the bottom of the screen running the man. That was always the Denzel Ward position. And that's your best man coverage corner um, playing against their best person, always in man. And then you're playing some kind of exotic zone behind it. So they're running that old Ohio, the the same defense Ohio state plays. That doesn't matter much to you. You're in Texas. So (laughs) that doesn't help much. If you're in Ohio, that would probably help much when since everybody, generally watches Ohio state as well. I watch Notre Dame, but people generally watch Ohio state. Um, yeah. Learn your coverages, learn the techniques. That's the biggest thing. Recognition of what's on the screen will tell you what they're supposed to be doing. And if you have no idea what they're supposed to be doing, then you have no idea to evaluate. Did they do it? Can they know? Yeah. And then if they did or didn't do it, then you got to figure out what is it that allowed them to do it? And what is it that didn't allow them to do it? And that's where you get your strengths and your weaknesses. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely start working on that and learning a little. And I can suggest some books for you. I mean, coaching defense to backfield. There's one on coaching pattern read coverages. That's another one. That's a really big one. You can find these on Amazon. Um, you know, you just want to learn all about defensive back. We'll get the big book of defensive back drills. That's always helpful. Um, American Football Coaches Association, the AFCA, they come out with a whole series of publications on, well, I showed you the one on punting and kicking, teaches you how the punter should hold a ball, what they're, if you want to kick it this way, this is how you kick it, you want to kick it that way, this is how you kick it, you know, learn the stuff in the in the library, right? Do your Do your homework on knowing what you're looking for before you pop on the film. Yeah. Yeah, our, I definitely think it'll be fun next week if we just sit and watch a game. Yeah, I think if we watch the game, we could look at all of it. We can maybe watch a half because if we're watching both offense and defense, it'll take <laughs> half yeah. a game will try to take an hour or two hours by itself. Just we'll watch a watch half of a game. Side. Do what? Just like watch a specific side. Yeah, we can just pick a random game like this Cleveland-Tennessee game or we could watch uh, Cleveland um, – Cincinnati week one that was that was a pretty good game <coughs> excuse me or we could watch a game the Browns lost and say this Cleveland is why they lost Niners do what Cleveland 49ers we can watch that one and that's fine that means that 49ers do a lot of good stuff on offense they do a lot of the same stuff the Browns do on offense um, they do a lot of good stuff on offense and they can beat you in a lot of ways plus they have Kyle use check and somebody's got to cover use check man I know somebody, he's good. Somebody cover use check. I'm sick of watching this guy come out of the backfield, getting some ball in the flat and running for 50 yards. Somebody cover use check. That's a 
That's a saying in my house. You'll see me yeah. randomly tweet it too. You may have been on a text chat with me where I randomly texted out somebody cover use check, and that's where a running back runs free up the sideline because nobody bothered to pick him up. <laughs> yeah, I might have been there. <clears throat> All right, buddy. What else you got? Anything last last words before we tick out of here? No, I think it was a pretty good explanation. I think I'll just watch a bunch of film, just write things down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, just identify the coverage and figure out what they're doing in coverage. And if you're looking for, like, can this person do the skills, just go watch the combine. We can even yeah. do that at some point. We could watch an old combine film. I can tell you what people are looking for in the combine. You know, anymore, that's just underwear Olympics. Teams have figured out that if you want to see if somebody can do something in a game, you need to watch them doing it in a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't always the case. That's why combine heroes come out and make a bunch of money. All right. I got to fly. I will let All you right. go. We'll do this again next week. Okay. So right. until then, don't let your friends become a Ravens fan. It's not worth it. to the what the elf was that podcast please like subscribe and tell all your friends to give a listen you can follow host joel cade on twitter at the left guard 